This is Maria Starr, half of Memphis's Power Couple, telling you to tune in to the main event of Sarita Live every weekend for the wrestling segment. My man Dustin Five Star sits down every Saturday with Kevin Cerrito to talk about all things in the world of wrestling. So tune in to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 every Saturday at 1230 for some wrestling smack talk. And if you ever miss this or any of the show, you can listen to the podcast by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. And as always, podcasts are available at CerritoLive.com. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and papas. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's the modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 on South Main at the Green Beetle and every Friday night from 8 to 10 in Cooper Young at the Memphis Maid Tap Room. For more info, visit the bingo page at CerritoTrivia.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Are you one of the many Memphis area residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird instead. Just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Warning side effects may include wind prices, laughing out loud, high five eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play Cerrito Trivia every Monday night at Canvas, every Tuesday night at Rec Room, and every Wednesday night at Tampa Tap, downtown, and every Thursday night at the Green Beetle, the Arcade Restaurant, and Pimento's Kitchen and Market. CerritoTrivia.com Time to talk wrestling on the radio. We do it every Saturday. We're starting a little early today because joining us in studio is our special guest co-host. He is the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, WWE Hall of Famer. You know, Kevin, it's great to be back in Memphis, baby. It's awesome. It's awesome to have you in studio. You got here. We were... Going to start at 11 like we do every week, but you got here early. You say you're always the first guy in the building. First guy in the building. Back when we had uh, you know Channel 5 Studio Wrestling back in the day over there, Memphis Wrestling, I was always the first one in the building and the last one to leave. And, of course, since the show was over, we'd always get in our cars and have to go to Nashville, double shot that day, you know, live TV Memphis and then Nashville that night. So I just was accustomed to being early. Who's always last in the building? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler! <laughs> All right, so it's you're in town because there's a big lineup tonight at, at Lawler's uh, Bar on Beale Street, King Lawler, King Jerry Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. 
You know, it's a, a big, big night, really. You know, Randy Hill's kind of put this together. They've been wanting to do a Memphis Hall of Fame for so many years, you know, about the wrestling business and, of course, and he finally uh, persuaded everybody to put it together. But listen to this list for the first one. Of course, Jerry the King Lawler, the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, Billy Superstar Dundee, Jimmy Cornette coming all the way in from Louisville, Kentucky, beautiful Bobby Eaton, uh, Doug Gilbert from the Gilbert family, Coco Beware, guy I used to manage, and of course, referee Jerry Calhoun, the greatest referee in the world because he never caught me doing anything. <laughs> so that's a pretty good lineup. That is it's, pretty it's good. It's a great lineup. And, you know, we're going to uh, be down there starting about 3 o'clock today. A lot of the wrestlers will be there, you know, talking to the people, signing autographs, and hello, everybody. And, of course, uh, tonight uh, at 7.15 is when uh, the ceremonies are going to start. So we'd love to invite everybody down. We've got a big Q&A session going on. Uh, that'll be, I think, 5 o'clock. It's going to be the superstar, Bill Dundee, uh, Coco Beware, and Doug Gilbert. At 6 o'clock, uh, Jerry Lauder and Jimmy Hart. And, of course, at 9.15 tonight, uh, Jimmy Cornette will be there. So it's going to be a great night. That's the part I'm looking forward to the most is the Jim Cornette uh, late night Q&A. I love it. I love it. As as that, because who knows what he will say. Uncensored. Uncensored. And he does not travel very much. Like you travel every day. You're probably going somewhere, right? Well, you know what? My life's kind of so crazy, but I'm so blessed. You know, every day I look in the mirror and pinch myself and go, did I really get paid for doing this my whole life? But um, right now I have a beach bar in Daytona Beach, Jimmy Hart's Hall of Fame bar and Tiki Deck. Then uh, on some of the days I go to Orlando, Hulk's got a brand new beach shop there with all kind of memorabilia. We got the Viper car in there and all kind of statues and championship belts. And I do some stuff with him a couple of days a week. And then I'm on the road. Uh, I'm on the Legends contract still for the WWE. So when they called me, I was in Las Vegas with them last week at Cauliflower Alley. And uh, we're just trying to keep the dream alive and stay busy. Awesome. If you're just tuning in, we uh, we have started the wrestling hour a little bit earlier. I guess it's the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour kickoff show. This is the kickoff show, and we have Hall of Famer uh, J- uh, uh, Jimmy Hart in studio uh, with us. He will be with us uh, all this morning because Jimmy, we we've, we've been talking wrestling on this show on Saturday. It's hard to find you know a wrestling show on the radio anywhere. And every week we talk wrestling for a full hour from uh, from 11 a.m. to noon on Saturday mornings, which is, happens to be what. <laughs> the, the time that we, every week for, well, I guess for almost six years for me, 52 weeks a year, every Saturday, uh, Channel 5 Studio Wrestling. It was just unbelievable. You know, I was just looking at some figures the other day mm-hmm. that came out. Seven out of every 10 TV sets in Memphis, Arkansas, Mississippi, uh, and the little parts of Alabama, too, were on um, uh, Channel 5 Memphis Wrestling. Yeah, the ratings were enormous, like unlike anything else in the entire country, which also boosts up their uh, their nightly news as well with Dave Brown. So is Dave going to be up there tonight? You know what? I'm not sure if Dave's going to be there. We've got a lot of special surprises, so I don't want to really give them away now that might be happening. Like but uh, like I said, uh, if you've never been to Jerry Lawler's uh, you know, uh, Hall of Fame bar downtown, it's so awesome. It's great. They've got a great menu down there and plenty of room for everybody. TV's all over the place, a lot of vintage wrestling uh, uh, old tapes that are playing all the time. And it's just it's just fun to be downtown. It's great. It's, plus, it's fun to me to be back here on Bill Street and uh, – I go to Lansky Brothers when I come in town. I go eat at Poncho's, my first meal this week, coming back in town, Poncho's. Then I had Topps Barbecue. I had the cupboard. And I'm trying to figure out where uh, my friend Brian and I are going to eat when the show's over today before I head down to the building. 
Oh, well, we'll help you, we'll help you find a place for sure. Have you, do you try new places when you come? It seems like you got your regular spot. My regular spots, it, it, I love being back in Memphis, and this is where I grew up. This is where I went to Treadwell High School. I played mm-hmm. football for the Treadwell Eagles, and I had my certain places I went to eat back in the day. Some of them are not around anymore, of course, but everything changes. But uh, uh, yesterday I was with the King all day. We went and did some radio and stuff, and we went shopping. at What was the name of that place we went? Shangla Rock. No, no, the Picker, Pickers. Pickers. Dixie Pickers, we went and looked at, I bought one of my Gentry albums there. I went to Shangri-La. You bought, bought your own album yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Back in the day, they were four ninety nine, brand oh. new, right? Right. Now they're like 15 20 and $30. I'm going, woo, man, have times changed. Oh, that that is awesome. So have you been to, to Jerry Lawler's other restaurant? He's got a he's got a restaurant chain going on now. He's doing great. I heard the biscuit at his new restaurant are, are, are very good out there. So uh, we might try it out this afternoon, but right now, I'm just focused on, you know, making sure we have a great crowd down right. on Bill Street tonight. And you have your own Hall of Fame bar in, in Tiki Deck. Tiki Deck. We're up in uh, connected to the Mayan Hotel up in uh, Daytona Beach, Florida. We've got a great bar up there, all kind of wrestling memorabilia. And we just built a $40,000 Tiki Deck outdoors right on the ocean. So we're in the process of putting all that together in the next uh, couple of weeks. So uh, it's kind of crazy. But, but between that, doing my wrestling shows, WWE, it really keeps me busy. And so, so you're, you're, uh, or how often are you at your Tiki Deck? Because Lawler is at his restaurants all the time. Well, I try to be there quite a bit. Uh, you know, we do the personal appearances there. We shoot a lot of videos there. And a lot of the wrestlers come by. Luca the Bushwhackers dropped in last week. Gilbert came by. Kevin Nash drops in. Gilbert? Once in a while. Yeah, Gilbert. Why Gilbert. do you keep up with Gilbert? Well, he was up there doing some business up in that area. So he comes by. And um, it's just been great for me. Greg the Hammer, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine's been by there a couple of times the nasty boys knobs and sags and so um well, i you know, know they're your guys i know we're that living the dream man <laughs> all right jimmy hart in studio for the for the kickoff show where's D- dustin five star i believe i'm being told has just arrived in his limousine is he gonna is he gonna join us in here i don't know but his limousine just pulled up so um he he's coming on in he's gonna be mad at me that we started a little bit early but it's the kickoff show it's not the official wrestling hour it's here, the kickoff dustin. show jimmy hey hart. baby right, come so on in baby one of my comes favorite dustin. wrestlers here in the city of Memphis. We're his... I know one thing. I'm about to lay the smackdown on Kevin Cerrito for ringing the bell without me. <laughs> well, you know what, though? That's okay. We got a few extra plugs in, so that's a good thing, baby. Look at this. There's all sorts of Hall of Fame stuff in here. Yeah, Dustin Five Star joining us in studio. Jimmy Hart. We're starting a, a little bit a little bit earlier because coming up, we have Jerry the King Lawler is going to join us on the show and Bill Superstar Dundee. They're going to headline this show for the first time. They've headlined plenty of other shows over uh, the, the many decades, but first time on this show a little bit later on. So. Did I hear Jimmy Hart say that he was never, ever caught by Jerry Calhoun at ringside? And you know what? He's refereed some <laughs> of your matches. Listen, look at Dustin's. You know what? I love this Jimmy Hart hairstyle, baby. Look, look at this. this. I got a Tojo Yamamoto t-shirt on. That's a Mark James special because I knew that today was a huge classic Memphis wrestling does he segment. S- does he sell these shirts? Yeah. Where? You probably buy one tonight. I'm going to be I, out there. I need to get one tonight. I'm going to be picketing it. in front of uh, the King's Bar saying Tojo for Hall of Fame. I don't know why he's not going in. I know he's not with well, us, but well, we need to get, some, we gotta get Tojo in there. Well, we're going to have more than one Hall of Fame during the year. I mean, next oh. year we'll have another one. We've got to save some of the people for that. Come oh, on. Tojo, okay. Tojo is, is, is first ballot. You know who his uh, tag team partner was? Tojo? Jerry Jarrett. Jerry Jarrett. <laughs> right. Well, you know. <laughs> Dustin going to wait no time to get in. No time. Wasting no time to get into the plugs. Uh, today, because I know you're excited um, about. Have you listened, Jimmy, at all to Bruce Pritchard's podcast? No, I really. I'm not a big podcast guy. You know, I uh, I'm still old school. I, I've I've got uh, 
all my Twitter stuff, but people do it for me, and I answer everything every day. But uh, I'm just kind of the old school thing, man. I still uh, kind of live in the past a little bit, but one foot in the future, one foot in the past. You know, that's why I'm back down here, because it's a little bit of the future and a little bit of the past joining together tonight. That's true. Very true. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great event at uh, Lawler's Bar on Beale Street. Uh, $20 for each individual session. You get the whole thing for 65 bucks, and you get to see. You're doing a Q&A with the King. Jerry King, Lawler, and myself, we're starting at 6 o'clock. I believe before that's it's going to be uh, Doug Gilbert, uh, Billy Superstar Dundee. It's going to be there, and Coco Beware. And, of course, Jimmy Cornette, my main man, is going to be on late tonight, uh, uncensored. Jimmy Cornette's going to be great. I have this is to like, ask you are, are you, are you scared at all? Are you nervous at all about what Jim Cornette might say during that uncensored Q&A? Hey, that's him. Listen, it's, I'm not, his bar. it's not his bar. <laughs> I am politically correct. Listen, let me tell you what. I've looked at some old footage that we used to do on, on Channel 5 Wrestling, and that wouldn't fly now, brother. Let me tell you that. So uh, <laughs> so I am just, like I said, I am so excited to be back in Memphis, and, and it's been great, and great to see you. You, you had a great match, uh, what, about three months ago. We were out in Tunica, Mississippi, right? Yeah, and yeah, Over yeah. there, and you had a great match that night. Who you won? sure did. I never lose, Kevin. Have, come on, oh. please. And, and so is, uh, he's complimenting. i got to compliment you. You're rocking and rolling out there. He did the rocking wrestling last oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Remember was, that? Yeah, oh, that was and, awesome. And that was a legit. He had the band. They uh, had a guy dressed up like Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was playing the guitar. That's Brandon. But, yeah, that was a great event. So um, all sorts of great wrestling still happening around the area. Well, we might sing a little bit tonight, too. I know there's a lot of surprises going on, a little musical guest tonight, too. But Randy Hills has really worked very hard putting all this together down at Jerry Lawler's you know, Hall of Fame bar. And, uh, and I'll keep wanting to say Tiki Deck and Grill yeah. for some reason. I get it Ooh. mixed up with my deal. He can uh, add in a Tiki Deck. Yeah, we'll add it all. They need to build cool. something on the roof, too. They need more room down there. It's great. It really is. Uh, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, joining us in studio. This is the uh, Wrestling Hour kickoff show, Dustin. Yes. It's okay. the kickoff show. So I so missed the kickoff show. You can't get hot that you're not on the kickoff show. Oh, I was show. hot. Just ask CJ. I'm like, oh, they started without me. You can't, you can't get you can't hot. ring the bell without me, Jimmy. Hey, well, we saved the best for last, baby. We were waiting for you to <laughs> so get it. So Dundee, Kevin's been Dundee's doing great. <laughs> well, now, hold on now. I, I was Dundee say, does beat you a lot. Do you know how he many is times coming on I was there live when Lawler and Dundee sold out the Mid-South Coliseum? And, and Jimmy Hart was a big part of that as well. But, oh, my God as a kid, either watching them on Saturday or uh, where they're headlining or headlining the Mid-South Coliseum. So to have them headlining here today on such a big day, not only for Cerrito Live, but also the Memphis Wrestling Hall of Fame, that is to me, that's pretty cool. And to be sitting next to Jimmy Hart. Well, well, you this know, is awesome, yeah. The, yeah. the hardest thing for me on Monday nights was fighting off Miss Lily. She sat at ringside every <laughs> week. She used to carry her own little purse. And every week we'd go out, be out three or four times during the night. And I'd have to put up with her every night. She had those ringside seats every week, 52 weeks a year. She'd hit us with a purse. Oh, my gosh. But, but uh, bless her heart, she was awesome. That's very cool, especially to remember those. Well, how do you fans. like? How do you know about the regular? So the regular, how many regular fans were there up there at the Coliseum? Oh my Monday? gosh! Every given night, according to uh, the weather, too, had a lot to do with it. But right. at least a bad crowd for us would be probably seven thousand, seventy five hundred people. You know, I know that when Andy Coppola and I had our big match. Uh, with uh, and Jerry and everybody else, you know, those were all just jam packed to the to the rafters, you know. Right. But it was just great. Who would ever think on a Monday night? Monday night you'd have sellout crowds at the Mid South Coliseum, and now you see Raw on Monday nights. Yep, every Monday right, they're sold out as well. 
so, but I mean, like you had, you were talking about what's her name, the, the fan who Miss Lily. Miss Lily was always there. Is there anybody else that was always there that you could like count on? Well, of course, Mr. Coffee. He would do all, Mr. Coffee, Mr. Yeah. Mr. and Miss Coffee. They would do all the sell all of our gimmicks. I think yeah. he still owed me a lot of money, but uh, <laughs> I never got the correct sales on that. But um, but it was just regulars that would always come down there week after week after mm-hmm. week. Uh, rain. Rain or shine, and it was just such a thrill. But uh, the studio wrestling was so cool because we had some of our regulars there every week too. But they were very vocal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the, the little shows that we do now, nothing like the Memphis wrestling of old. But you still see the same people that come out over and over again to support the guys and to support the shows. So uh, whether it's somebody chasing Maria with a flash water or throwing water on her. What's the worst thing you had thrown at you when you were sitting ringside or when you were at ringside? Well, I'll be honest with you. The we do not advocate activity. No, yeah, yeah. no, no. The worst thing that happened was Louisville, Kentucky, and I just came back from a six-man tag. I think it was me, the Dream Machine, and Jimmy Valiant against Lawler, Dundee, and I want to say maybe Austin Idol at what the time. What a bad match. I know it. It's heavy. Wow. And so I was on the way back to the ring, and, of course, I lost the match, and Dream Machine was carrying me over his shoulder, and I just had enough money to buy me some brand-new wrestling tights. Oh, man, I was so thrilled. They were candy striped, right? And on the way back, I felt something on my behind kind of burn, and I thought, oh, my gosh, somebody just stuck me with a cigarette and burned my tights. I wasn't worried about me. And I got in the back, and I said, is there a hole in my tights? They said, no. Oh, but there's a big needle back here. And I went, what? Oh. And I pulled it out. Somebody had made a, a, a homemade pea shooter. And what they'd done, they'd taken a straw and taken a little needle, like a, a needle, you know, needle and thread, put a little tag on the end of it. And I guess when we went by, I did the old blowgun thing. Whew, buddy, it hit oh me right in the uh, behind. And then, of course, a lot of them worried me to death going, oh, my God, you better go to the doctor. It could have poison on it. Oh, you might get infection. Oh, wow. I was scared to death for a month, you know. But uh, that was pretty crazy. But I've had a broken jaw, broken hand, uh, things like that, too. But I never complained too much because look what the wrestlers would have went through. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is now, true. Did you break your hand hitting somebody? No, what happened on my hand got broke. Uh, I, I can't remember, but I, I'll tell you a great story. It was in Jonesboro, Arkansas. I hope the people aren't still around. I don't want to get all <laughs> in trouble. But uh, I was in a little gimmick match with Dundee. And I was running around the ring about 90 miles an hour, and a guy, as I went by, reached out with his cowboy boot, and he kicked at me. When he did, it caught the back of my calf, and I went from 95 miles an hour down to 15 real quick. It tore my calf muscle. We finished the match. I got in the back. We put tape around it to kind of hold it in place. And on the way out, I'd been managing the king that night. And the guy was standing out in the back that did it. And, boy, he was all brussled up. And and we went by him and goes, hey, Lawler, I'm the one that kicked Jimmy Hart. Lawler goes, oh, you're the one that kicked him? He goes, yeah. He said, what do you think about that? He thought I was great. Lawler goes, one punch knocked him completely out. The nice. police were there. The police go, we didn't see anything, but you guys better get to your car. Oh, but I'll never forget that, too. But that was a horrible injury. Now, there are several That's, stories of Lawler busting people I, in the mouth. I mean, I we'll believe that. You know, there's, oh, you're going you to ask him? I'll ask him. As right. long as he doesn't he's hit busted, me in the mouth. Yeah, he's been busted you in the <laughs> mouth again. before. All right, Jimmy Hart joining us in studio until noon today. This is very exciting. It's such an honor to have WWE Hall of Famer, um, Memphis a wrestling icon, a wrestling legend, Jimmy Hart in the studio. And one thing, Jimmy, that that I always uh, liked about you, that some people may not even know, is that you did all of the, not all, but so many of the theme songs for the wrestlers, the entrance themes. You know, we did. And, you know, back in the day, we were on a very small budget at the time. But uh-huh. I remember we did one on Hot Stuff, Eddie Gilbert. I went to the old Chelsea Limited down at Overton Square. We borrowed different jackets for him to put on as they came out the door, and we kind of filmed all of it and spliced it together. We borrowed uh, the Corvette 
from my, uh, one of the guys at Kingsbury High School that let me come over there and cut some of Coco's songs and We Hate School by Lance Russell that we did. And we, uh, and, no, Lance Russell knows and We right. Hate School, some of those right. things. Handsome Jimmy we cut over at Kingsbury High School. And so um, we borrowed that. We spliced it all together. The Dirty White Boys, when I managed them, we only had one motorcycle. So we came across the Mississippi Bridge over there. We filmed uh, one guy coming across, and then, and then we had to go all the way back across. We filmed the other guy coming across. We spliced it together with them pointing one to the left, one to the right, so it makes sense. And then, wow. that's yeah. what we had to do get, our get stuff make it back work. then. Get you better believe we did. Yeah. And of course, big time wrestling on a budget. Yeah, yeah. There and of course, but it all worked. Look at the ratings: seven out of our TVs, uh, seven out of our ten TVs in Memphis on it. But then, of course, in New York, we did "Sexy Boy" by Shawn Michaels. You, we did you're the, the guy Warriors. behind the "Sexy Boy" song. "Sexy Boy" Shawn. I'm the one going "Sexy Boy." And what, wow. Yes, that was me. And the have you what do you, have you heard the Kurt Angle remix of that song? It's that Kurt performed at the Hall of Fame this year. Have Just you heard the sexy Kurt? Sexy. No, no, Dustin I didn't. Knows it. I, I didn't have a chance to do. He that. He has his own remix. I'll make your ankle he, hurt. <laughs> he performed, uh, hey, and I was there in the audience, and I, I don't even remember hearing it. If you want to know the truth, but, uh, but we did those songs all a honky tonk man's greatest hits, especially a uh, honky dog baby and a honk a honk a honky love. I knew every word to the oh, honky tonk man's theme song. He's the greatest. Do, do you uh, watch it all today, or, or pay attention to any new interesting things? They're kind of in this resurgent in wrestling today. I think of great entrance music. Well, well, you know what? On Monday nights at, at my beach bar, we're there on Mondays, and I watch mm-hmm. uh, Monday Night Raw. And I try to let the people stump Jimmy Hart on what's happening next. And then we watch SmackDown, and we have all the pay-per-views up there. So I watch all the young talent. You know, i got to tell you this. Back when WCW officially went out of business, uh, we put a company together called the XWF. We filmed 10 shows oh, up, I remember at, that, up at Universal. Yeah. But listen who we had on the show. Jerry Lawler, Tony Schiavone doing commentating. Sounds great. Yep. We also had Mean Gene doing the one-on-ones. Piper was our GM. Sable was our CEO. Then we had the Road Warriors, Bobby Heenan, Kurt Henning, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, the Nasty Boys. We had uh, so many of the great stars that you got to see on those shows that were on our shows, you know. Loaded. So those Sable, guys, Sable was the CEO. That's Sable, why it Sable only lasted 10 episodes, Can Jimmy. you believe that? Oh, come on, Kevin. <laughs> I don't think she has CEO experience. You know she runs the household. You think she does? Oh, oh does come she? On, hey, oh, whoa. You better, you better, out, oh, are you calling out hey, the beast in That's like me saying I run the household. Kevin. No, Maria, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Maria runs stuff. You better hope Brock Lesnar does not listen to right. the show. Woohoo! Hey, Brock, it was Kevin that said it. Kevin. He's going to suplex city. Okay, yeah. but here's the thing, Jimmy. So last night, I didn't look. I I'm lucky. I got up this morning. We do this show on Saturday. I've been doing it for years. But I was at a, a high school graduation last oh, night, awesome. right? And you know whose song they always play? Whose interest music is always played at a graduation, right, Dustin? Oh yeah! You always, you always come out to Macho yeah. Man. It's always Macho Man's music to me because he came out to the whatever the graduation song is called. It's Macho Man's entrance to me. Right. So Dustin, I'm throwing this to both of y'all because it got me thinking last night. Like, what other interesting would work well if we're going to, like, at graduations? Like, what songs should we be playing at graduations? I got my, my first suggestion. Get your headphones on, Dustin. Here's my first, my first suggestion. You got it, CJ? Suggestion number one. I think this song, like, if we're, if we're going to ever replace Macho Man's song at a graduation, like, with another wrestler's entrance theme. Here, try this one. This is, this is my favorite one. Can you? He's yet to make it to the main roster, so it's going to have to be a few few years, but I think this would be pretty good if you walked out at graduation to Glorious. No, I think that would work. Do you think everybody no, would No, no, Jimmy. Hands? Here's what I think. What song? The graduation song should be because these kids uh-huh. don't know what they're really getting out, well, really into out here in the real world. 
and it should be ACDC Highway to Hell. Highway to Hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, really, here's one I think that might really work. I've got my second suggestion. CJ's got you got it queued up. Suggestion number two. I think this one. I think this one makes sense. I think this one. If you walked out <laughs> for graduation. It would only work if everybody was... Yeah, but you do the yes chant. Yes. A little Daniel yes. Bryan. What that, about Queens, we are the champion? That's good. That, that is, is a good one. That is good. Very good. Um, I got one more, one more suggestion that I, I think uh, CJ will like. He's going to pull it up here uh, in just a second. So... But I don't know. I just got me thinking. Like, why does Macho Man get to have that 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 song? Occasionally, we can shake it up. You might be able to use the King's theme song. The King's kind of has song? a um, you know for graduation. Dun, 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 you got another dun, dun. one? All right, here's another one. Here's another one. This one, I think. Imagine walking out at graduation. You got your cap and gown on, and you're walking. Uh, here are the graduating class of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big W.O. I like it. I like it. <laughs> or, hey, okay, so why, why couldn't you just use DDPs? Self-high-five. That way everybody that comes out gives themselves a self-high-five for graduating. A self-high-five? Yeah, why not? I mean, you probably should. I don't know what, uh, what was his the Who was it? What's the, the, man, the manager of the genius or whatever what was his name? Who dressed up in it? Yeah, genius. He dressed up in the cap and gown. Mm-hmm. What was his music? Nobody remembers it, so I guess we couldn't. Nobody does remember that. <laughs> Did, Did you remember him? One? No, please don't give me credit for that. Please, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I, I thought it was interesting. You thought the King's music could work? Maybe. Jerry Lawler's music, entrance music. Until he hits the stage with a chair or fire or something. Mm. Happen. But but you know okay. what too you're going to hear a lot of the theme music tonight. Like I said, when Billy Superstar Dundee comes out and the King comes out, Jimmy Hart comes out, it's just going to be a great night. Cornette, this is going to be a super night down at uh, Jerry the King Lawler's um, Hall right. of Fame Bar, which is down on Bill Street tonight. All right, and we, we're going to talk about that next because we are we're getting to the end of the kickoff show, the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour, which comes your way each and every Saturday morning from 11 until noon on Saturday morning, the same time slot. The Memphis Wrestling News Stay here on TV5. We talk wrestling every Saturday on the radio, which means we got a whole nother hour to go. Jerry the King Lawler and Bill Superstar Dundee will join us. They're headlining this week's show with our special guest co-host, Jimmy Hart, the Mouth of the South, WWE Hall of Famer, in studio with us. All right, let's hit. Let's one more time. Let's play the game where we imagine what it's like for the graduates to walk out and uh, if they could walk out to this music. If you're walking out, the, the class of 2017. <laughs> That would work, right, Jimmy? I think the King song, that's, that overrides Randy's. This is it. This could be it. Oh, wow. He says this is it. This is it, baby. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we've got the Wrestling Hour coming your way next. You're listening to Serena Live on Sports 86 and 87.7 FM. at CerritoTrivia.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. 
Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Work side effects may include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high five eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play Cerrito Trivia every Monday night at Canvas, every Tuesday night at Rec Room, and every Wednesday night at Tampa Tap, downtown, and every Thursday night at the Green Beach. The Arcade Restaurant and Pimento's Kitchen and Market. ChoritoTribute.com. Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, and Memphis Wrestling is back on Saturday mornings. Hey, my guests today are going to be Kevin Cerrito and Dustin Starr. This is the greatest day of my life, Lance Russell. <laughs> Wait, we're your guests? Hey, it is, it, is, took over. it is time to talk wrestling on the radio. Our special guest host, if you don't recognize that voice, is the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, WWE Hall of Famer. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for being here in studio today. This is great, baby. It's been so much fun so far, and it will continue because we're here to talk wrestling for an hour. As, as Jimmy mentioned, we are here each and every Saturday from 11 to noon in the old Memphis Wrestling Time slot talking wrestling right here on the radio. And if you ever miss a portion of the show, of course, you can catch the podcast, right, Dustin? Yes, you can catch it uh, on iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, CerritoLive.com. I mean, basically, Wherever. you can you get listen anywhere you You can also listen to on the Bruce Pritchard podcast. Yes. If you want. <laughs> so we had. Uh, hey, hey, Dustin, did you tell them that my special guest today is going to be the king and the superstar? That's right. The king and the superstar are coming up next. But um, it is Jimmy Hart live here today. Jimmy Hart is live this week or last week, actually. We had Jerry Jarrett. Awesome. Legendary Memphis wrestling promoter. And uh, that interview got picked up by Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson on Something to Wrestle With. They did a pretty good Bruce edit Pritchard. of that interview. Very, very funny edit. <laughs> uh, big shout out to them for sharing that interview. And, and it was a lot more fun than what you and I really anticipated, I think. <laughs> as far well, as the interview. It was a, yeah, if you, yeah, if you want to uh, listen to that interview, uh, you can catch the full thing. As Dustin said, it's wherever you get your podcast, CerritoLive.com. Of course, you can always catch it. But uh, check out, yeah, if you haven't listened to Bruce Pritchard's podcast, check it out this week. It's fun. They, they uh, talk about it at the beginning. They play their cool edit at the end of this week's three-hour. Like, all the podcasts are longer yeah. than all the Lord of the Rings movies combined. But, uh, okay, so coming up, as Jimmy Hart mentioned, we will talk to Jerry the King Lawler and Bill Superstar Dundee. They will both join us uh, in this hour because it's a big night tonight on Beale Street, is it not, Jimmy? It's going to be so big. You know what? 
Memphis Hall of Fame, you know, they got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we got the Soul Hall of Fame, but now they're going to have a wrestling Hall of Fame. But listen to this tonight at uh, on Bill Street, Jerry the King Lawler's uh, bar, which is going to be done at the Hall of Fame bar. Jimmy Cornette's going to be there, one of my favorites. Jerry the King Lawler, Billy Superstar in Dundee. you got beautiful Bobby Eaton, Doug Gilbert from the Gilbert family, Coco Beware, and my favorite referee of all time, Jerry Calhoun, who <laughs> never, ever caught me doing anything. I love that. <laughs> Actually, I saw Jerry Calhoun last week. It'll be good to see him tonight, too. Um, he's out there working still. Yeah, no, he's, he's still calling uh, the, some of the biggest matches. He was in there with the King and Doug Gilbert last week. So. Yeah, well, that, that is awesome. So that's it. On Beale Street tonight, uh, it's $20 for each session, or you can get the $65 package and, and enjoy just the entire thing, and you don't have to leave, uh, of course, the Jerry, Jerry the King Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill right there um, on Beale Street. It's been opened up for a year. It's been yes. open for a year. Do you you don't have a, do you have an official Hall of Fame down there in Daytona Beach, Jimmy? You know what? Uh, just my beach bar is called Jimmy Hart's Hall of Fame Bar and Tiki Deck. But once you go into it, you'll think you really are in the Hall of Fame because I've got so much great Memphis memorabilia, and of course memorabilia from my run with the uh, WWF WWE back then, a little WCW stuff too. So uh, and and a little bit of Gentry things. We've got some of our singles from Germany and Japan and uh, Australia and the Philippines, and of course a lot of our our gold singles down there for Keep On Dancing and. It's kind of a blast from the past. We got a beautiful uh, tiki deck out in the back, right on the ocean. We're building a bar out there, a little bandstand that looks like a wrestling ring that I might sing once in a while up there. Maybe oh, do wow. keep on dancing with a cinema girl, or maybe even Lance Russell's nose. But uh, <laughs> but it's great. But tonight, it's all about tonight. Memphis, Memphis, right. Memphis. Well, if you're, yeah, because if you're planning your vacation to Florida, uh, it's easy. So many Memphians every year we drive down to Florida and go on vacation. Daytona Beach is where you can stop by Jimmy Hart's place uh, down there. And like if you're planning a vacation to go see like maybe Mount Rushmore this uh, this summer. You can just go see the Mount Rushmore of Memphis Wrestling tonight, right? Yeah, that's it's tonight. Good. The Mount Rushmore is going to be out there. And if not two of the, this is true, and I'm not just putting over Jimmy because he's sitting in the studio. He knows it's true. But two of like the Mount, M- Mount Rushmore of managers will be in there tonight. You have Jimmy Hart downtown tonight, and you will have Jim Cornette. Like, you guys are on the Mount Rushmore of, of wrestling managers of all time. You get Bobby Heenan and, I guess, maybe Paul Heyman in there, and boom. Yeah, yeah. And you guys manage world heavyweight champions, Hall of Famers. I mean, it's a big deal. Well, you know what? Like I said, I was telling Kevin earlier, I, some days I pinch myself and look in the mirror and go, did I really get paid for doing this my whole life? Because it's something that I really love doing. You know, the music was great, but for some reason the wrestling was always so important to me, and I've always enjoyed doing it. All right, we're we're going to be joined by the King in just a second, but we got We always start the show with with our quick plugs. That's a big event happening uh, tonight downtown Memphis. But there's also another event happening, Dustin. You'll be at tonight because it is our buddy Derek King's last match. Not only is it Derek King's last match, former Grizzly weight world champion right? Derek King, but it's also shortest his- champion of all time. <laughs> Shortest reigning Shortest reigning too. Well, can I say something? Not shortest champion. When I was here last year, he said it was his last match then. Right. He, he's, yeah. he's a true wrestler. <laughs> he's, a wrestler. he's a true wrestler. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. How many actually, times is how many times has Lawler wrestled Dundee for the last time? How many times has that happened? We'll ask the king. We'll ask the king <laughs> next. But uh, yeah, tonight it's Derek King's birthday. It's his last match. So those of you that are on the Dyersburg side of Tennessee, there you can come out and check out Derek's final match in Dyersburg. So it's at ten twenty West Main Street. 
Um, the address is actually Newburn, Tennessee, but they are right there on the border, so it's in it's Dyersburg Show. Bell time is seven thirty. Admission is only five dollars. Is it is it your goal tonight, Dustin, to make sure it's his last match? Yes. Is he not going to walk out of that ring? He does not need to walk out of the ring because the last thing I want to do is tell all the great wrestling fans that this is Derek King's last match, only to find out that he's wrestling again next year or next month or whatever. Is he so. gonna is he gonna pull the under like do like the Undertaker <laughs> did at WrestleMania and just leave like his hair dye in the middle of the ring or something? I think he already left his hair dye somewhere. <laughs> you know, Derek's not coloring his hair blonde anymore. Well, maybe he'll come back under a hood. There, there you go. Yeah. That's what they did in the old school Memphis days. All right, a couple more plugs. Uh, we're going to get to the king in just a second. But, uh, hey, Jimmy, we brought you this shirt. Uh, this yeah. we got so I love this. Beautiful. Big believers of WWE Hall of Fame should be built in Memphis um, right next to Bass Pro Pyramid. In between Bass Pro Pyramid and St. Jude Children's Research Hospital would be a perfect spot to put the WWE Hall of Fame. I love the Coliseum. Look, it's got the Coliseum logo on it and everything. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I love this shirt that uh, Dustin's got on Tocho Yamamoto. Now, now where would you get this? This is a Mark James special. Yeah, it probably will be selling them tonight. Mark, yeah. I need to buy one of these, a medium, medium, <laughs> medium, whatever you've got in different of our uh, legends, because in my beach bar, I have all of the uh, T-shirts that are around the building up there. So I need a Tojo, so I'll buy it from you. Speaking, I, of- I don't know where you can get the Tojo shirt, but you can get the Hall of Fame shirt. Yes. Downtown Memphis right now, the entire month of May, there's a pop-up shop, the, the 901 shop at 9 North Main Street in downtown Memphis, where you can go and pick up the T-shirt. It's only $15, and they have a special buy one, get one deal going on. Tell them you heard about it on the radio, where you get our shirt, you can pick from their uh, free shirt selection down there at the 901 shop. they got all cool uh, Memphis-related uh, T-shirts, including our Hall of Fame shirts uh, located downtown at the 901 shop. So go check them out. It's right next to Quartz. Square. And speaking of T-shirts, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash ThePowerCouple. We've got some brand new T-shirts that are launching next week, Kevin. You're going to love them. I hope so. And we announced this week the next wrestling trivia night, our wrestling trivia. Uh, We're calling it House Money in the Bank because the winner gets house cash. Okay. And not only that, but they also get uh, a contract that he or she can cash in for a trivia championship match. Wow. So we're doing it uh, big this time. Just so Jimmy knows, I am a five-time wrestling trivia champion. Champion, the five star squad. I love it. I love yeah. it. So we do we do wrestling trivia um, before every big uh, WWE pay per view, and it is coming up. Money in the bank. So with that will be on June the eighth at the Green Beetle downtown Memphis. Uh, you can RSVP um, online. Sign up because we're p- competing as individuals. This is a first ever trivia ladder match that I can ever remember doing, but it will happen. We'll also have prizes for best wrestler name, and if folks come dressed up, best ring attire. As always, you can go to CerritoTrivia.com for more information on that. But he's already waited a couple minutes on hold with us and, and that's way too many minutes way too many to make uh the king of professional wrestling weight on hold for us but of course he needs no introduction he is the king of memphis wrestling and he's soon to be king of memphis barbecues jerry the king lawler joins us now what's up king oh my gosh are you finally through with all those shameless plugs <laughs> hey, sounds like the podcast right king it's worse worse than the podcast I can't believe it. <laughs> you know what? Somebody will ask me, to, I'm, I'm sure sometime next week they'll say, did you see Derek King's last match? And my answer will be the same as always. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love All it. Right. Hey, King, we got a special guest co-host today. The Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, is in studio with us. King. I know. I've been listening. Of course I know Jimmy's there, man. Just, Jimmy, did you not mention the, the, the cool T-shirt we got yesterday? Well, that I got yesterday It says Pop Tunes on it. We talked about, before we went on the air, we talked about uh, you taking me to uh, shopping yesterday. It was awesome. I was hoping yeah, Jerry what was, would... Yeah, what was it? Dixie Pickers. It's a cool place out on Poplar Avenue. 
that uh, I, don't, I don't know if a lot of people really know about it, but it's got some really cool old old memorabilia, all kind of sports memorabilia, music memorabilia. You found the Gentry's album? Yeah, I was hoping was the, awesome. I was hoping the King would buy it for me. I kind of ran up to the counter when he was paying, but uh, <laughs> didn't work, didn't work. <laughs> Did, where do you, I should have, you're right. Is that where you get your blinged-up T-shirts that you, that you wear on the WWE Network? That is not. No, those, no this, this one, the, the one I was talking about, they did have a lot of, like you guys are talking about, maybe at the 901 shop or whatever, They a lot of Memphis, uh, you know, themed T-shirts. And one of them had the old Pop Tunes. Remember Pop Tunes out on Summer Avenue? Right. Oh, yeah. No, you do not. None of you guys. I never said I shopped there. I remember it. I remember it as well. <laughs> Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Oh, yeah, I'm getting hot over there. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they had a they had a cool Pop Tunes logo, uh, the old sign, the old round sign that looked like a record with music notes around it. Uh, that's Which awesome. is long since gone. But anyway, what are we talking about? We're, we're, I don't have anything to plug, really. Tonight, tonight. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, um, of course, tonight. You guys have talked enough about tonight. That's going to be big. Well, why <laughs> we, why 159 we... Beale Street, man. It's the Memphis. It's the, this is the, I guess, this is not really the first. I mean, I, I would consider that Lance and Dave a couple of weeks ago, that was, that you know, that was like sort of like their induction into the Memphis Wrestling Hall of Fame that night to honor them and. And, and, you know, I've had some complaints from, from um, you know, from other Memphis wrestlers why they're not, why they weren't included tonight. But the number one, my good friend, downtown Bruno, Harvey Whippleman from WWE, but downtown Bruno was, uh, his feelings are really hurt that he wasn't included tonight. But, I, you know, we have to let everybody understand that this is not the final and the only, only Hall of Fame induction ever. You know, there's going to be more. What I would really like for us to do is do it twice a year. As you know, the WWE uh, only does it once a year. I would like for us to do it twice a year down at the club. And you know, there are so many other names that are going to going to be on that list to be inducted. I mean, guys, guys like Austin Idol, Dutch Mantel. Uh, I mean, you know, handsome Jimmy Valiant is not even on the yeah. list yet. You know, so there's going to be a lot of other names, and I'm sure that Downtown Bruno will be in there someday. Uh, but but you know, tonight is just tonight is just going to be a big night. We got a lot of great. Uh, old Memphis stars that are going to be on hand to get to get inducted into the Memphis Hall of Fame. Yeah, and you mentioned Bruno. I, I have to bring it up since we have you know the mouth of the South here. We have the King here. We have Dundee coming on later. But this week uh, that just passed had May 9th. May 9th, 1988. That's when uh, the King himself won the World Heavyweight Championship, made it Jerry Lawler Day. Actually saw you out at the barbecue. Kevin was saying you're about to take over Memphis Barbecue. I think that you've already done it. Went in there, had lunch with you and Bruno there. Just talk a, a little bit, if you can, about what that date means to you. May ninth, nineteen eighty-eight. That was huge for Memphis. Well, you know, I, I it was it was huge. I guess for Memphis wrestling, it was huge for me. Uh, everybody knows, you know, how many times we had had the starting all the way back to like nineteen seventy-four. We had Jack Briscoe as the NWA World Champion in here. So many I had so many opportunities of wrestling the NWA champions like Harley Race. And, Terry Funk and all of those guys. Um, and then, of course, Nick Bockwinkle, who I still consider maybe the most underrated, cha- not only champion, but underrated wrestler of all time. This this guy was phenomenal. I mean, he was, to me, what what a wrestling champion should be. You know, I mean, he just epitomized that. And so many great matches against Nick. We're never able to win the championship. But finally, May 9th, 1988, against Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. Finally able to win a world championship, 
And, of course, Mayor Dick Hackett was on hand. A lot of celebrities came out from Memphis. Larry Finch was there. Just, I mean, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of Memphis people. And the Coliseum was packed. And I think I, I, <clears throat> sometimes I, I have trouble remembering all the details. But I looked back the other day and I saw the actual newspaper ad uh, that ran the day, the day of the match. And I guess I had promised to retire. That was going to be my last match if I didn't win. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was pulling a Derek King. Yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, um, fortunately, May 9th, I won. Mayor Dick Hackett declared it Jerry Lawler Day in Memphis. And, and so, uh, yeah, but every every year somebody reminds me that, uh, that, you know, it's Jerry Lawler Day on May 9th. And I've always get reminded because for some reason they never pick up my trash on that day. It's like a city holiday. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's why they don't pick it up. All right, we, we're oh. <laughs> we're talking to the king. He's joining us. This is the first time King you've joined us since we've settled into our, our our new time slot on Saturdays. We're we're on the air now. The same time that, that Memphis wrestling used to be on. You got any 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 good memories you want to share about <clears throat> back in the day and waking up on Saturday mornings to wrestle at TV five? Well, I mean, you know, that was uh, back in the day when we were. It was, you know how funny it is when you when you have to do something you don't necessarily uh, love it as much as when you just want to do something. And back in the day, you know, it became every every Saturday morning for twenty straight years we were on Channel Five from nineteen seventy seven to nineteen ninety seven, and so it became you know uh, it, it, yeah it was always fun once we got there, but it was it was hard work too. You know, we tried to turn out a uh, a top rated TV show. Every, every every single week, you know, most of the most of the other companies around the country, they would promote like maybe on a monthly basis. There weren't many other cities that ran live events and a live ninety minute television show every single week like Memphis did. And and uh, you know, we were just we were just blessed at that time to somehow have some of the greatest talent in the entire country come through Memphis or be, you know, be right here in Memphis or, or, or start right here in Memphis, like Jimmy Hart. I mean, you know, I mean, Jimmy and I, it was, it was just a coincidence that we met over, you know, trying to, trying to make a record together. And I was, I had been a fan of Jimmy's when he was in the Gentry's, and, but I didn't know him then. And then, and then of course, you know, he, he became a fan of mine when I was in wrestling. We still didn't, we, we still didn't know each other, but we met at a recording studio and, you know, I just, uh, just one thing led to another and, Next thing you know, Jimmy Hart's in the Hall of Fame in the WWE and now in the Memphis Wrestling and, you know, turned out to be one of the, uh, as you guys said, uh, he would be on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling managers if there were some. But we just had so much good talent, all of these guys, Superstar Bill and D, Coco Beware, so many of these, all these guys that you're going to see tonight at the club. But then, you know, countless others. I mean, Jimmy, I don't know if you told him the story about Troy Graham, Dream Machine. I mean, how did we luck into just one Saturday morning because we had to, you know, we had to rush to put the TV show together. All of a sudden, Jimmy goes in the back. Somebody didn't show up. <clears throat> Jimmy says, hey, there's a guy that's been hanging around in the back saying that he wants to wrestle. And so I said, go see if you can find him. Jimmy goes out, and, he, and, and here's this guy, Troy Graham, never been heard of, just, you know, kind of maybe had wrestled a little bit in some little small shows around the area. And Jimmy had a re- we had a wrestling match there. And Jimmy said, hey, can you talk? And the guy, you know, Troy uh, reels off this sort of uh, almost like a Dusty Rhodes type interview, and Jimmy said, "That'll do. Come on." We put the mask on this guy, and all of a sudden, he goes out and becomes, you know, to me, one of my favorite guys, one of my favorite opponents of all time, the Dream Machine, and and he's the guy that I faced when I came back from being out a year with a broken leg, and you know, he became a big star. We just we just lucked into talent 
falling in our laps a lot of times like that. I mean, the Hulk, Jimmy, you remember Hulk comes comes up from uh, from Florida. I mean, you know, he'd been playing a bass guitar in a band down there, and all of a sudden, you know, we make a music video or put a make a video on him, and he and he becomes the Incredible Hulk. Man, he there there was the greatest thing they ever had to Jimmy Hart's career. But uh, you know, just so many so many stars like that came through Memphis wrestling. It was just amazing. You know what, King? And I got to say this for Jerry. Jerry, he was so creative because he let us kind of fill in. If he needed some help doing something, he'd listen to our crazy ideas, whether they're crazy or not. But <laughs> I remember one time Jerry had this great idea for the Bruise Brothers. So we had part chop cash, but I believe Butch Reed couldn't make it in. So Lauder goes, well, this is a shame. I built this whole show around this tag team for you, but I got this big jacket in here. See if anybody in the back can wear it. I run out in the back again, like, you know, okay, anybody? And I saw this guy in the back. He looked pretty heavy. And I said, man, are you wrestling? I've had two matches. What's your name? Mad Dog. Mad Dog. I said, brother, try this jacket on. I called the guy, King, King, I found him. I found him. I run back to the front. Okay, put him out there. Now, Mad Dog, all you do, you stay in the corner. Pork Chop Cash is going to take the match. All you do at the end, you just run and do the splash on him. We did it. It turned out to be a great tag team. That is so great that it sometimes is right place at the right time. And that's why you see a lot of guys nowadays hanging around the locker room for opportunities like that. Well, you know what, I've, I've gotten a lot of credit over the years, like Jimmy said, of being creative and everything, but I think a big a big part of my, and I, I always consider it as luck, really, a big part of my luck and, and success was just uh, because I was, a, I was a fan of not just wrestling, but a fan of a lot of other stuff, and, and, and sometimes, and, and I'll say in the case of Jerry Jarrett, uh, sometimes you know, the guys in the wrestling business became so, they had such tunnel vision. It was just all about, uh, you know, you had to really at one time, you just had to think and concentrate on the business basically 24 seven. But I was always, <laughs> I was always like concentrating on other things. You know, I was, the business just was something that I would do, was almost doing for fun. And, and, and just like the Bruce brothers, you know, all of a sudden I'm looking around and I'm watching the blues brothers movie comes out and it's the hottest thing going and everything. And I said, Hey, we gotta we gotta capitalize on that. So you know, we come up with the Bruise Brothers. Idi Amin was the president of Uganda, Africa, and you know he was an admitted cannibal at the time, and that was all in the news and everything. And I said, hey, we gotta capitalize on that. Let's go out and create a cannibal from Uganda, and we got you know that's how we came up with Kamala. Yeah, I love so Kamala. Just, a, a lot of stuff like that happened. Um, I don't know. Like I, yeah. like I said, I just I just always thought we were really lucky in the fact that. Uh, um, there was so much other stuff going on at the time that we were able to capitalize on and pull into the wrestling world. Right. All right. This is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. We talk wrestling every Saturday morning from 11 to noon here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Our special guest co-host Jimmy Hart is in studio. Jerry the King Lawler joining us on the phone. Last week on the show, King, we had your former business partner, Jerry Jarrett, on the show. And yep. wrestling legend has it that if Vince McMahon would have gone to jail in the 1990s for steroids, he was on trial for steroids, that Jerry Jarrett was tapped to run WWF at the time and be in charge. Did you ever have conversations with Jerry about that? Or um, did he ever like say, hey, if I end up taking over WWF, I'm going to need you to do the, you know, to, to, to be the booker for the six months out of the year? Well, no, uh, we didn't go so far as to say, talk about who's going to do the booking, but no, that was without a doubt. I mean, that's not wrestling legend. That's a fact. There you, uh, go. you know, Vince, uh, he, he was on trial for his life there, uh, you know, over the steroid issue and looking at really 
I mean, the fact that he didn't go to jail was was really surprising because they, it just looked like that was what was going to happen. And so, yeah, he he was lining up. Uh, he was lining up. What he what he did? He looked around the country, and we were the last territory left, basically that that was running a wrestling company other than his. So, um, you know, that's that's why he he uh, looked at Jerry Jarrett to come in and and you know kind of fill his shoes if he did have to go away for a while. And then, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, that was the fact of the matter. That's basically how I got brought, uh, you know, how I got brought up into the WWE and worked together with them at the same time we were, we were still running the Memphis show. So, um, yeah, that was that was that was definitely a true story. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, and it's how wrestling history would be different because I'm assuming that the, he, the Jerry Jarrett, would have brought you on board, and you would have been a part of the creative team in the mid '90s, yes, similar for, to Memphis for WWF. That would have been very interesting, uh, but no, it worked out yeah, for everyone. It's a good possibility, but yeah, and that was one of the great things about Vince. I remember during that era, we happened to uh, we happened to it, we were doing a Halloween show, and uh, you know he was right in the middle of the trial, so. We everybody said, you know, we, Vince said, "Hey, King, you and I need to put on some kind of Halloween costume to host the show this <laughs> uh, this Monday night." And so, I, I, you know, this was back in the Attitude Era and all of that crazy stuff. So I naturally dressed as a gynecologist. I had no doctors oh out my there. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> but but the funny part of it to me was Vince came dressed as a convict in the whole white and black striped. striped oh my suit. gosh! <laughs> All right, King. There's a, the biggest the biggest story in wrestling this week is not even in wrestling because they were uh, WWE was taped over in London. Everybody's talking about The Rock's interview with GQ, where he's saying he could possibly run. He was considering seriously running for president of the United States. That The Rock might run for president. We, we would have consecutive WWE Hall of Famers in the White House if The Rock Wouldn't was to run, to run and win. <laughs> wow. But the Rock has got to credit his entire political career if he does win with you, right? Because you brought him into Memphis to campaign for you when you were running for mayor. Yeah, and you would have thought that that would have showed him right there. There's no fun. That's <laughs> something you really want to do. I mean, even even Donald Trump just said, "I thought I thought being president was going to be a lot easier." Right. I think the Rock would would uh, it would be an unpleasant surprise if he did win. I can't even imagine why anybody would want to be president. And when I look back on. When I look back on myself running for mayor, I'm thinking, what was I, what was I thinking at the time? Why would I want to do that? Well, speaking of mayors, like your former dentist is running for mayor of Knox County. I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking about Kane. Um, Isaac Yankum. Isaac Yankum. Yes. Has he talked to you at all about it for any advice for his campaign over there in Knoxville? No, I've, you know, I, I've only had this chance uh, at the, like at the last pay per view at Payback. I saw Glenn just kind of in passing and everything, and we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. But he did say, "Hey, I do want to, I do want to talk to you." But probably what he wants to do is find out some tips on what not to do because I didn't win. So <laughs> any, anything I tell him that I did, he would probably avoid doing. <laughs> hey, King, you might have won. I should have been your campaign manager. That would have done it right there. That would have put us right over the top. Where were you when I needed you, Jimmy? Uh, I was watching to see how close you were going to be to winning. <laughs> I guess might right. have gotten disqualified. You weren't going to jump on the bandwagon until you, until you were certain I was going to win, right? Oh, like always, baby, right down the middle. <laughs> you, you had the phone number of one of the greatest managers of all time. You could have come in and managed your campaign, and you didn't call. Right. But you did true. bring in The Rock, though. That was pretty good. That's a great yep. Memphis memory. Hey, he but may tonight's be the next a president. big night. Tonight's a big night, baby. J- Jimmy wants to keep promoting this. Have you, King, have you been to, to, to Jimmy Hart's Hall of Fame bar and tiki deck? King, have you been there? No, I've not. I've not had a chance to get to the one in, in Daytona Beach, but I was at uh, when uh, I heard it's you know similar to what uh, Hulk's uh, Beach 
uh, sort of store was there in in Tampa, and I was there at that. Spent spent New Year's Eve with uh, Jimmy and 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 Hulk one year down there. And so uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to get down there and see it. I mean that uh, he'll he, he knows I admitted it. I stole the name for my club from Jimmy's. <laughs> Hey, when I stole it from somebody else, I don't know who, but wherever I got it from. <laughs> we just, we just like, you know, we just both like to have a little short name just sort of rolls off your tongue. <laughs> right, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> Jimmy Hart's Hall of Fame Bar and Tiki Lounge. Tiki, yeah. Tiki Deck Lounge. Oh God. But y'all, so you guys are doing a Q and A Q&A together tonight at the uh, event, right? It's, it's like first time ever is what I've been told that you guys are participating. Yeah, six p.m. Uh, and that's yep. at six. Oh wow! So that's coming up. We're gonna we're getting there close. All right. So that's that's coming up a little bit later on uh, tonight. King, before we let you go, let me jump through a couple more things because you got your new podcast. Uh, how's that doing yep. for you? Enjoying that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you know, I guess one of, another one of those things I got talked into doing. It's it's sort of. I mean, I heard that Ric Flair has already stopped his just for the same reason. It's. You know, just like all of a sudden the time comes around, like I, we tape ours on Tuesday morning, and I, I, I start on Monday night, I start dreading it. And then, as you know, I wake up later and later on Tuesday morning just because I know I got to get up and go do the podcast. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. To me, uh, I, I, you know, it's to me, it's like telling the same stories that right. I've told a hundred times before, you know, but I got to realize that. A lot of the people that are listening, they've never heard these stories before, and they enjoy hearing, you know, the the gosh, I guess the the back stories and the behind the scenes stories of how things really went down and what went on behind the scenes to to make things turn out like they did. You know, just things like well, the whole Andy Kaufman thing. We just finished doing well, we're not even finished, but we've done the last <laughs> series of podcasts on the Andy Kaufman and how that all came about. And you said that you've told that story many times, even on the big screen. I, I think we uh, all just want to get those little details that we haven't heard before. You know, that backstage stuff that we're not supposed to hear about. Now we're starting to hear these because these podcasts are being released. So I, I think the people really are interested in hearing those stories, King. Uh, I mean, at, well, at, I, some more, yeah, for sure. I hope so. I mean, you know, it amazes me <laughs> oh, that for we've sure, had guys. literally hundreds hundreds of thousands of downloads and you know they call me up and say yeah you know we had i don't know we've had like eight hundred thousand downloads or something like that since we started this thing and i said you gotta be kidding me i don't understand i just don't see it has michael I just don't see it has michael keaton called you yet about franchising opportunities for your restaurant uh no but they are available I mean, just, <laughs> you know that's that's one of the things we're going to start plugging on the podcast that uh that, you know that was the whole idea with the um with the restaurant when we started we would like to get some of those especially you know especially in the in the got the, the the memphis wrestling territory area i mean you know like like jimmy knows every saturday morning we had wrestling live on the memphis on memphis tv but that was that same show showed also in louisville kentucky lexington kentucky nashville tennessee chattanooga birmingham uh, knoxville you know jones were all all over our whole like four state region so the the people in all of those cities know me and Memphis wrestling just as well as the people in Memphis. So I just think it'd be a natural to have some of those some of those barbecue stores and and get the Memphis good old Memphis barbecue out to the rest of the country. Oh, absolutely. Well, if you ever think about, if, I mentioned Michael Keaton. I was a reference to the Founder movie, which I, I know I've talked to you about uh, before. <laughs> right. uh, he played Ray Kroc, the uh, founder of that. the McDonald's Corporation. I just you watched, watched it? it this week. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty interesting. I ha- had McDonald's while I ate it, but uh, or I ate McDonald's <laughs> while I watched it. All right, King. If you want to do a, if you want to do a 
spinoff of that podcast, I'm going to go ahead and throw my crown in the ring and, and let you know that if you want to do a podcast where you just promote your Beale Street Bar, I'll, I'll co-host that with you if you want. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> but the, uh, we're now we're already doing spinoffs. Great. All right, we're, a couple more questions before we let you go. Some things that you're not talking about on your podcast, uh, which you're, are, you're, you guys are getting into all the stuff. Me and Jimmy are supposed to talk about at six o'clock down there. Oh yeah, we're not going to talk more anymore about that. This, this is stuff nobody. You're not going to talk about tonight. Uh, one, Michael Donahue got a picture of you at Bill Street Music Festival. Who did you see? How was Bill Street Music Fest? Uh, disappointing to me. Not not in the fact that not in the fact that um, the, the turnout was huge. We had our record day at the club, uh, so that, that that part was all good. I just I, I thought this this year's lineup of, of music acts was weak. Did you, who did y'all see? Can you name one one performer? Snoop Dogg. Y'all we 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 actually it was it was a deal. We we went down to um, basically see Kings of Leon, mm-hmm. right? And so um, of course naturally, they, very it makes sense. Yeah, takes a king to see a king. I'll I'll tell you why. (laughs) Here, here's um, um, an old story goes back to the when I first started having the uh, Jerry Lawler fireworks, and we had a we had a uh, stand out at like by Lakeland. I think Lakeland or Arlington somewhere. I I think it was by Lakeland. And anyway, you know, I would go out and make a make a personal appearance at all of the um, at the fireworks stands when they first opened for New Year's or Fourth of July or whatever. Anyway, I was out at the one at Lakeland. Some guy comes up to me and says, "Hey, there's a there's some people here that would love to take a picture of you with your crown. Uh, they're just a new band getting started, and they call themselves the Kings of Leon, and they want to know if you'd take a picture with them." And so I go over, and it was like a they have like a little car or truck or something, and they got a, like a little U-Haul, not a U-Haul, but just a little trailer on the back with their name on the band painted on it. And so I take pictures with these guys, right? And I'm, I'm literally this may have been like 15 years ago. So, um, so anyway, then Kings of Leon are playing at the music fest, and Lauren, my my fiance, Lauren and her friends, they want to go see them. And I said, hey, you know what? <clears throat> I said, I bet we can go in the back. I said, uh, you know, I took this picture with these guys years ago. I bet we'd be able to go back and just say hi to them, you know, get a picture with them and that sort of stuff. So that was our that was our plan. We went down there, and um, Kevin Kane got us on his golf cart, took us in the back. <laughs> Here we go back to the back and get ready to. Uh, uh, try to meet these guys, and all of a sudden, this Andy Frain uh, Gestapo security company <clears throat> with all of these um, these you know Renacop people there working for them, uh, they're like throwing their weight around. Oh, nobody's allowed back here. This is the Kings of Leon are shooting a music video or something. I said, well, you know, we're not going to interfere with anything. Like, get out! You got to go. Everybody's got to go. And they start calling all these. They brought some guy over to look like Santa Claus with this big white beard and everything, big fat guy, and he's like, no, you can't be back here. Everybody's got to go. I said, look, we're not like uh, stalkers or fans or anything. We just, you know, was uh, just hanging out. So anyway, we basically got thrown out of the back. (laughs) So we we wound up watching the thing from the side, and and I didn't know any of their songs or anything. So I mean, it was just... Jimmy, I told the story. It, it, It always reminded me. Uh, of when Jimmy Hart back years ago when he was the Gentry, they got to be on uh, the Dick Clark uh, American Bandstand, and he said Dick Clark came to him and said, "Guys, when you're up on stage, if you dress like the audience, pretty soon you'll be sitting in the audience." And I never forgot that, that Jimmy told me that story. And I looked up there at the Kings of Leon, 
And to me, it could have been you could have picked any four guys out of five guys out of the audience and thrown them up there and said, "Hey, these are the kings of Leon," and I wouldn't known any different. <laughs> the King Jerry Lawler versus the Kings of Leon WrestleMania. Yeah, then apparently the next day, one of these guys, one of these Kings of Leon guys, must have said something about wrestling. I think he put out a tweet that said, "Hey, if we're adults, can we just?" I saw that. <laughs> hey, 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 King. He said, he said, "Hey, if we're if we're all adults, can we just not stop watching?" Watching wrestling. <laughs> hey, hey, King, I thought you were going to say, I went to see Jimmy Hart and the Gentries and got kicked out of the back. I said, what the <laughs> heck? We love you. <laughs> All right, King, uh, we, we got to wrap up. We are, we're, the show is being headlined today by uh, Jerry the King Lawler and Bill Dundee, so Bill Dundee's coming up in a minute. But I wanted to ask you one more, because you're going to concerts everywhere and your picture's being taken. You were at Tom Petty right after that, hanging out with Coach Mike Norvell from the, the University of Memphis Tiger football team. <laughs> That's another that... good story. I got kicked out of that suite, too. Did you really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who is kicking the King out of places? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I get no respect. I tell you, I don't know what's going on. Hey, here. but at least you won't be kicked out of your own club tonight for right. the Hall of right. Fame. Exactly. We'll, and, but we, uh, we'll tell it. We'll tell the story about the suite tonight, Jimmy. I love it. All right, I that's, love it. that's a good tease. And and uh, so you do know Tom Petty songs, though, right? You did know. You did recognize. Songs. Oh my gosh, that was uh, <laughs> that was a great thing about Tom Petty. I tell everybody, you know that that's that's my judge of how good a concert is. If if the band sounds like their record, and right. and and Tom Petty was great in that respect. And and plus. He, I think he only did one song. You know, you, you go see these bands from the past and and that, that had a bunch of big hits years ago, and then all of a sudden they said, well, we want to play stuff from our new album that nobody's ever heard of because yeah. it gets no airplay anymore, and you sit there and listen to something you've never heard of and you don't like. But Tom Petty played only one song like that. All the rest were all of his hits, and it was it was good. Well, King, thanks for, thanks for joining us. If anybody listening, if you have a question for the King or Jimmy Hart, you can do it and ask it in person tonight. On Beale Street, 6 o'clock, right, Jimmy? Well, 6 o'clock for Jerry and I. The doors uh, will open all day for food, of course, and drinks. But uh, 3 o'clock, a lot of us are going to be down there, you know, talking to the fans and everything else. But uh, 5 o'clock, Superstar Dundee starts off with uh, a little uh, Q&A with Doug Gilbert and Coco Beware. And then uh, Jerry the King Lauder, Jimmy Hart at 6 o'clock and Cornette at 9-something. But the actual ceremonies take place at 7.15 tonight. King, King, uh, thank you so much. We will see you tonight downtown on Beale Street. All right, guys. Thanks for having me, see and I'll King. see you tonight. All right. See you, Jimmy. Jerry the King Lawler. All right, Jimmy Hart, sticking around. You ready? You got some questions for Bill Dundee? You know I do, baby. I can't wait to hear from the superstar. I, I got one more question from you, Jimmy, because I got to ask you, because you can't, you can't have Jimmy Hart on and not ask about Hulk Hogan. We'll talk about Hulk Hogan next, too. Beautiful. So we'll, we'll, that is a little tease as we go to commercial. Dustin, what do you mean? Superstar Bill Dundee might have a few choice words for Jimmy Hart. For Jimmy Hart? What? Well, I don't know. Over the course of uh, you know all these years... How many times have you interfered in his matches or tripped him at ringside right, well, or we'll see. We thrown might... a foreign object in the ring? Are I mean... you kidding me? I'm a big fan of the superstars. It's always been. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a, uh, a short time out and be right back uh, with Bill Superstar Dundee and more with Jimmy Hart. You're listening to the Sarita Live Wrestling Hour right here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and papas. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's the modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 on South Main at the Green Beetle and every Friday night from 8 to 10 in Cooper Young at the Memphis Maid Tap Room. For more info, visit the bingo page at CerritoTrivia.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o.
All right. We are back. Thanks for making us part of your weekend. It's this Real Live Wrestling Hour every Saturday here. And if you ever miss us on on the show, you can, of course, catch the podcast uh, for free. Uh, one easy way to do it is go listen to at CerritoLive.com. Uh, but Dustin, tell people all the different ways they can they can listen to the, to the podcast. iTunes. How you doing? Google Play. How you doing? TuneIn app. How you doing? Player FM. How you doing? Stitcher. How you doing? CerritoLive.com. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing, Jimmy Hart? <laughs> Man, I am doing great because this is the greatest day of my life, baby. All right. Special guest co-host Jimmy Hart in, in studio. We're about to be joined by Bill Superstar Dundee. But first, I, I, I said it. We we're going to ask Jimmy about this. Hulk Hogan seems to be easing his way back into WWE on the programming. He's on some commercials. They're mentioning his name on occasion. He doesn't seem totally erased from history anymore. Um, how is Hulk doing? And when do you think we'll, we'll see him back on TV? Well, first of all, the Hulksters are doing great. We were in L.A. a couple of weeks ago. We were in Los Angeles uh, for a couple of shows, and then we went to San Francisco for a couple of shows and a business meeting. From there, I went to Las Vegas to do Cauliflower Alley for the WWE, of course. But Hook's doing great. You know, he's got his Clearwater Beach shop doing phenomenal down in Clearwater Beach, and he just opened a brand-new one uh, that we've been working on for almost two years. We finally got the okay and the building done and fixed it up unbelievable right at WrestleMania time. So it's doing great up in our Orlando right now, but we've got a couple of great projects that uh, Hook's been working on that we're going to let the whole world know about in a couple of months, and one of them might be an overseas major uh, tour with some of the superstars. Oh, really? Yes, and uh, I like one of those, you know, you see how the rock groups used to be bus tours, over. we're going to bubble wrap one of those big buses over there and hit five or six cities uh, during a week, come back home for a month, go back again, maybe Australia, maybe Germany, maybe England, and kind of do that because so many of the fans have asked when the Hulk's coming back over there. But we've never really done a Q&A. We've never really done autographs. We've never brought a ton of merchandise over there. So we're in the process of working some things out. So there's a lot of great things happening with the Hulkster. This is good. Are we going to see the, the red and yellow Hulk when we see him, or are we going to see the black oh, and white man. Hulk? got to be red and yellow, yeah, well, brother. I think it's going to be maybe the first hour to be red and yellow, the second hour <laughs> the go. NWO. Can I put you on the spot? Yeah. Okay, now I'm not asking you if you know inside details, but but do you think we will see Hulk Hogan in the WWE again one day? Well, you know what? You never say never on anything. Um, like I said before, I know there's been a lot of people I thought would never, ever return to the WWE, yeah, but true. for some reason, uh, it's like Triple H always says, we're going to do what's best for business. Right. And so you never know what might happen, but uh, I know the Hulk still loves the WWE. He loves everybody up there like me, too. And, you know, I'm grateful to still be doing stuff with them and doing stuff with the Hulkster and doing stuff. You know, this weekend tonight, really sure. for the uh, for the Hall of Fame down right there on Bill Street with the King and Superstar and everybody. I, I think that, that's an easy question. That was not putting on. I think that's a yes. I think so. Without a doubt, Hulk's coming back. Well, but At I wanted point, to lay it out there. We just we, don't know when. We have wrestling fans out yeah. there that would crucify us on Twitter if we if didn't, we, ask, if you you didn't that ask that specific <laughs> question. Real fast, Jimmy, because we were talking. Oh, we got to get to Bill Superstar Dundee, but we were talking for a second during the commercial. Uh, I was very fascinated by this. The origin story. We get all origin stories about uh, X Men and and all of that all the time in the movie theaters, but tell people the origin story of your megaphone. 
the megaphone. You know, when I was down here in Memphis, uh, I had the cane. But, of course, up in uh, WWE, Mr. Fuji had the cane. You know, copyright infringements. I didn't want to <laughs> take the cane up there, right? And uh-huh. so one day I'm up in the back up there, and Vince McMahon and George Scott just came back from Japan, and they brought me. Vince walked up and said, this is going to be your new gimmick. And I said, oh, wow. He said, uh, use it uh, the way you want to use it, you know. He said, I said, well, can I paint it? He said, you can do anything to it you want to. So he was really the one responsible for bringing that gimmick to me with a megaphone. It sure was. With the artwork and stuff, that was kind of your your idea. Yeah, really. I got to do what I wanted to. If I was with a Hulkster, it was red and yellow. If I was mm-hmm. out with the Honky Tonk Man, I had the musical notes on it. If I was doing Earthquake and Typhoon or the Nasty Boys, uh, you know, I always kind of came up with a, a different pattern for that. I sure did. So many great wrestlers that you managed. Just right, naming so you, those guys. If you have your questions for for Jimmy Hart, uh, ask them in person tonight. tonight. This is going to be so cool uh, at at, uh, at King Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. No tiki bar at Lawler's. <laughs> no tiki deck. Yeah, we're going to have a little bit a little bit of it uh, tonight because Jimmy Jimmy Hart's going to be there uh, on Beale Street. And your start stuff starts at six, but the whole thing starts uh, much earlier than that. Just get downtown as soon as you can. And uh, get you your know, tickets. The restaurant opens at 11, of course, food right. and drinks all day, of course. But uh, the special event, some of us are going to be kind of milling around, saying hello to the fans around 3 mm-hmm. o'clock today. And then, of course, uh, 5 o'clock, once again, Q&A with Billy Superstar Dundee, who's coming up very, very shortly, along with Doug Gilbert and Coco. 6 o'clock for me and the King Q&A. And then tonight, uh, after it closes, Uncensored, Jimmy Cornette, of course, will be there for that. But 7.15 is going to be the ceremony. So please, everybody, come down for that. All right. Speaking of the superstar. It takes a star to know a star. Oh. And from five star to superstar, let's introduce our next guest, the legendary superstar Bill Dundee. How you doing, superstar? Well, I thought I'm doing real good. So I am enjoyed listening to Mr. Jimmy Hart there, the mouth of the South. Now I know why they call him the mouth of the South. He just <laughs> runs it very well, don't he? <laughs> well, can I say this before y'all get going on your questions? Billy Superstar Dundee, and I've, I've got to say this, and I've told the king and everybody, uh, the whole time I had my little run from 79 to 1984 before I went to New York, the Superstar went to work seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. He helped on the booking all the time up with, with uh, Jerry Jarrett up in, up in uh, Henderson, Tennessee, of course. He would do that all day, jump in his car, go to Louisville, go to Evansville, back down to Memphis, never missed a beat. Always great in the dressing rooms, always phenomenal in the ring, and I just wanted to tell you how much I really appreciate you. I really mean that. Well, thank you, Jimmy. I'd appreciate the kind words. I mean, it was just what we did for a living, and I never thought that was hard. That was just better than digging a ditch, so I didn't care. We worked seven days a week, 24 hours a day. It was fun to me, and as they say, if you have a job, it is fun to you. It's never really a job. Well, I heard that. That's exactly right. Well, you got the Q&A coming up. You start at 5 p.m. What what kind of questions are you looking forward to tonight, Superstar? What are you going to talk about out at King Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill? Well, the secret of the Q&A is the people asking the questions. If they just sit there and look at you, it's hard to talk. <laughs> but, I mean, if they ask you good questions, you can give them good answers. And you're doing the, your Q and A. You're alongside who's he alongside Jimmy Hardy? I know Coco's there for that. Coco Q&A. and Doug Gilbert's and with, Doug, the, with, Doug the, Gilbert. with the superstar. What are your thoughts on those guys? Is this going to break out? Are we going to have a brawl yeah. to kick off this no, event no, tonight? No, no, no. We're all lovers now. We give up the fighting <laughs> part. No, I've always got along good with, with Coco, and I've always got along good with Doug Gilbert. So it'll be fun. 
All right, very cool. So we're talking with Bill Superstar Dundee. He's on he's on the the lineup tonight with Coco Beware and Doug Gilbert. So if you were asking a question to Coco Beware or Doug Gilbert, what would you ask? Dustin, do you have any ideas? Mm, think here. I mean, you could what, always ask Doug anything about what should uh, what should people Eddie ask Gilbert, these guys, Jimmy? What should they ask? A running overlawler. Well, well, first of all, I'm just as a fan too. Uh-huh. Back when I had the group, the Gentries, and we'd do our little tours, and I'd come back to Memphis wrestling. It was always a thrill for me to watch the King and the Superstar. Have their matches at the uh, at the Coliseum. I mean, they were just so pure and so good and so raw. And the interviews were great, and I was always excited about it. Even after I got in the business and saw those two in the ring, it was just a thrill for me. And keep in mind, not only will we talk Memphis wrestling, but there's a lot of stuff that they can ask about the WWE, and then also your time in WCW, uh, superstar. Talk yeah, a little bit I mean, about WCW. I mean, I enjoyed my time in WCW, so if anybody wants to talk about it, we will talk about it. There was a few people over there I didn't get along with, but that's another story. <laughs> well, that makes for a good well, Q&A, though. For the night. <laughs> a good story. Yeah, a good story makes for a great Q&A. You were, but you were like kind of a manager role in WCW, right? Yeah, this was... Bill Watts went on the tour with... This is how it started with Lord Stephen Regal. This is how he got here. And and you, oh, they went on. Bill Watts went on the tour. He was the book, and he brought Regal back because Regal is a hell of a wrestler, and he's a pretty good shooter. So Bill liked him. He likes that kind of athlete. When he got here, he didn't really know what to do with him because Steve wasn't the best talker in the world. So Dusty come to me. He said, "What are we going to do with this boy?" I said, "No, give him a manager." He said, "Well, let's give him Larry Sabisco." I said, "What the hell does Larry Sabisco <laughs> know about being an Englishman?" He said, "Well, you do." <laughs> I said, "Well, okay." So that's how the bowler hat and glasses and the suit got brought out. So that's how I ended up being his manager. There was no great thought, Gibbs, dude. Dusty just said, well, you do it. I said, okay. And and now uh, William Regal's like still active in WWE, yeah, a big part right. of the NXT. Yeah, I mean, the guy's a hell of a wrestler and a good guy. I always got along with him. I liked him. So, I mean, it was just, you know, and he can wrestle, so. No, he's, he's got a great, great mind for the business. We're talking about Bill Superstar. Uh, Dundee, uh, who will be out at Jerry the King Lawler's Hall of Fame Barn Grill. Now, the King's got two restaurants now, uh, Superstar. He's got two restaurants. When is, when is Superstar going to get in the restaurant business and say, all right, look. Well, I, 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 hey, I was in the daddy of them all when I had that gentleman's club. I was actually 126. Yeah. When you've been that route, all the rest is very boring. I've been to Dundee's <laughs> joint. Are you, are you, are you, are you going to bring back your gentleman's club? Well, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I mean, that, that dealing with 20 women on a nightly basis, whether you work with them, it's worse than re- being around the wrestlers. They <laughs> bitch at one another and fight with one another. And, oh, it, 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 it's a hell of a way to make a living. Hey, you could have a wrestling match break out in there, too. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> have you eaten at uh, both of Jerry's restaurants? No, the one, the Bill Street, but I haven't been to the one on Germantown Parkway, and I I live in Germantown, so, I mean, I drive by it every day. I'm going to stop and go in and see how it tastes. Yeah, we need to meet you up there, Superstar, one day. I just want you to come in one day and just go in and just, like, flip a table over and say, oh, where's yeah. Waller at? I need to see him right now. <laughs> Bring him to me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, Bill Superstar Dundee will be downtown on Bill Street tonight for a Q&A. So if you've got your questions for the Superstar or any of these guys on this lineup, we've been talking about it uh, for the past hour. You can talk to a Bill Superstar Dundee. Superstar, uh, thanks for joining us. It's always good to catch up with you. Can't wait for your next match with uh, Dustin Starr over here. You guys are acting nice today, but I know you all hate each other. during the pot, Kevin. Yeah, I hear you. So, but anyway, Dustin's all right. For 
a bodybuilder, I guess, type wrestler. But anyway, he's all right. And what, what's his valet's name? Oh, come on. You're going to act like Oh, see, she's listening, and she has a slap with your name on it. I know. She just slapped the taste right out of my mouth. She's done that before. But anyway, so I'll see you all down at that bar tonight, boys and girls, okay? See you tonight, baby. Thanks, Superstar. All right, guys. Take care. All right, Bill Superstar Dundee. Uh, whoo, it's been a fun. Like, I, He's in trouble. Jimmy, it's been an honor. Like, really, seriously, like, today has been a, an amazing dream come true watching you every Saturday, the King, uh, Bill Superstar Dundee, to have all you guys on the same show at the same time that y'all used to be on TV. This has been a lot of fun. Bucket list. Well, you know, it's so funny. Back in 1979, <laughs> that one phone call changed my life forever when Jerry Lawler called me to help him with a wrestling album. And I'll be talking about that tonight, but... Uh, it's really funny, like the soup said and like the king said, too. If you do something you really love doing, it really doesn't seem like work, does it? That's exactly right. But tonight's the night, man. I'm so excited. This will be the greatest night of my life. Superstar's going to be there. The King's going to be there. You've got Jimmy Cornette, who I love. Beautiful Bobby, who I used to manage. Doug Gilbert. Coco Beware, who I used to manage in PYT Express, of course. Wrote his theme song for WWE. Bird, bird, bird. Cut at <laughs> Kingsbury High School. And uh, like I said, I'm just excited. It's going to be a super, super night. Randy Hell's really put all this together. Brandon Baxter's going to be the MC tonight. A lot of special surprises. A lot of special guests. So I can't wait. So get there early. A lot of good food down there tonight. All right, so th- there was almost a match. I'm going to put you on the spot here with your last question. Like, there was almost a match in the, was it the late 90s, early 2000s, where it was supposed to be Jerry Lawler versus Hulk Hogan. And they were going to do it at FedEx Forum. Oh, so it was yeah. early 2000s because it was going to be a FedEx I Forum. was involved with this. And whose corner would you have been in in that match? Would it have been, you been in Hogan's corner or the King's corner? Well, what happened? I don't know what you were talking about. First of all, the King did fight uh, Hulkster, really, when I managed him after Jerry had broke his leg. We were bringing different uh, participants back in, wrestlers, mm-hmm. to go against the King. And one time, Hulk did come back for that. That took place. And you were in his corner for that? Yes, I was in uh, Hulk's corner for that. But the first, yeah, had for the first so that was your first time yeah, managing the, Hogan back The then. other match, I was just kind of, kind of referee that night because what happened, we had oh, a major... Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. Hey, but, uh, you know, you got to ride the fence always if you're going to stay in this business. <laughs> Trust me on that. But uh, it was a big show we were going to have down here, uh, and a lot of us going to be there. We did a lot of publicity on it, but it just never got to take place for different reasons. And uh, we might talk about that tonight, too. So, Kevin, a good question. you've got to it come is. down there tonight to hear the answer. I'll, I'll, I'll come tonight and, a- and ask that question. So, uh, Jimmy Hart, wait, people can uh, get in touch with you. You're, also, you're on Twitter, too, right? You tweet. Yeah, my, my, my Twitter, uh, Real Jimmy Hart. You know, we've got uh, a few people that are out there doing that, but uh, it's all good, man. A friend of mine in Buffalo handles all of it for me, but I do out- talk to the people and ask them all the uh uh, the questions people they can get in touch about. with you. You do a bunch of private parties and all types of things. Man, right? we do it all. Man, like this. This Wednesday, when I get when I leave here Sunday, I'm going back Wednesday. I go down to uh, Fort Lauderdale. I do a, a private. Uh, these people are bringing me in for like a little dinner, a little Q and A. So I'm doing that. Coming back in the next weekend, I'm throwing the first pitch out of the baseball game. Oh, awesome! Uh, the following week after that, I think I'm up in. Um, I'm going to Canada. So I'm no such thing the, as retirement in the rest of the business. Retire? Are you kidding me? I'm <laughs> just starting over, man. Like I said before, you know when you have this in your blood you love doing it i have fun doing it i love doing the music uh we're going to be doing a oh we're going to be in jackson tennessee coming up i don't know if we're supposed to announce this yet but jackson tennessee coming up in two right. or three weeks up All right, there well, we big will, show we so gotta go great. jimmy thank you so much love we will, you we will see you yeah. tonight for tonight. jimmy hart dustin star jerry lawler bill dundee and cj hurt another side i'm kevin this is maria star half of memphis's power couple telling you to tune in to the main event of Sarita live every weekend for the wrestling segment my man Dustin Five Star sits down every Saturday with Kevin Cerrito to talk about all things in the world of wrestling. So tune in to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 every Saturday at 1230 for some wrestling smack talk.
And if you ever miss this or any of the show, you can listen to the podcast by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. And as always, podcasts are available at CerritoLive.com.